What if I told you loving yourself could change your life? It can, and I know from experience. I'm Lauren, and this is the Love Yourself Inside Out podcast. Everyone is worthy of self-love and guilty of letting others develop narratives about you. It's time to shut that down and own your narrative. Let's cut out the negativity and let yourself shine. It's never too late to love yourself inside out. Hello, listeners. Welcome back to another episode of the Love Yourself Inside Out podcast with me, Lauren. I hope everyone has been having an amazing January, a great start to 2024, even with all the weather that has been going on across the country. I mean, my goodness, we just got plunged into what another weekend of a cold front before we start warming up this next week. So glad it's going to be a little warmer, though. I love winter. But I don't have the clothes anymore. I think I told you for going out in the super cold. And so it's like, I want to walk. Do I want to freeze? Sometimes, yes. Other times I'm like, gosh, no. So I am looking out at some fog this morning. And I can tell one of the windows is a little, uh, you know, has the condensation on it from it being so cold versus the heat inside. Um, So... It looks chilly out there, but I don't know. I am here another day and getting ready for, you know, February, which how are we already moving into the next month coming up so soon? uh, This week, I'm going to be recording the podcast with Jennifer Daly. She is absolutely amazing. Um, I cannot wait for you to learn from her because she has been a game changer in my life. And I have more work that I'm doing with her in terms of like coaching sessions and things like that. But she has been just such a positive influence and she is a force of just empowerment and like, you've got this, you can do this. Um, So amazing. And so I can't wait for you to hear what we record because without even recording it yet, I know it's going to be an amazing interview. And something that will just be so beneficial to all of you with perspective and everything that Jennifer brings to this world. Um, So I'm lucky to know her and have met her and come across all of this and work with her. So that will be so much fun. You know, it's like back to the real world in a lot of ways um, with just work and I don't know, just getting into everything. I feel like I never got a pause after the last year. And so in some ways, you know, I've been struggling with that. Like there wasn't ever that holiday break. And so I just feel like I've been going nonstop. And so I am trying to figure out like how to exactly give myself that pause because I don't feel like I can sustain or maintain this, this energy that I'm giving out and like constantly on the go. I feel like I'm at a point where something's going to give. And I've already done some things, which we'll talk about here in just a moment uh, to kind of help myself through that. And I realized I may have not even mentioned it on my podcast yet, but something super exciting happened. I am an official contributing author to, um, to a happy pageant book that is coming out. I believe maybe February. 
have to double check that, but I got to add photo of myself as well as, um, some about me and why I think pageantry is positive and how, like, what is, how do I believe in happy and what does happy mean to me? So it is going to be a very inspiring, uplifting book, a collection of different contributing authors from the pageant industry, whether competing or like hair, makeup, photography, whatever it is, but it's going to be women sharing the positiveness and just like, you know, how to be your best self and believe in happy and be happy. So I can't wait for it to come out and I can't wait to be, you know, part of the overall story and being part of the ripple effect of bringing positivity and spreading positivity to all. So super excited about that opportunity and that somebody let me know that they're like, Hey, you would be such a fit for this. Like go for it. And I am so excited that I was able to be part of it because if there's anything, you know, I say like, I like to impact hopefully one person, but the more ways we can get happiness out there and self-love and believing in who you are, like that is everything. And it's kind of a perfect segue into this, the topic today, the year of me. And like, yes, when I say it, I'm talking about myself, right? But I'm also talking about all of you. It's your year of me too, right? Like we all need to put ourselves first in a lot of ways. And I feel like it is so common not to. We feel like we need to people please. We feel like we need to, you know, meet all these expectations. We need to meet expectations our prior selves set for our future selves that maybe don't fit anymore, but we're like, gosh, I said I was going to do this. I better do it. Um, We may have made commitments to things. We may have, you know, I don't know, just applying pressure from all sorts of ways, like insert blank here, like whatever it is that you know that sometimes you feel like you have to live up to some uh, family members' expectations or something at work, or maybe it's, you know, you're a business owner and you feel like you've got to take on clients that don't quite serve you because you're just trying to hit a dollar number, like whatever that pressure is to you that you feel like you're constantly up against you know, I'm talking about that, but the year of me is all about figuring out how to best serve yourself. So you really can set yourself up for success and you can empower yourself throughout the year. And maybe it's going to make waves in some people's world. Like they're going to be like, what? Like, this is not what I expect from her, you know, but it's like, sometimes we have to move in ways that's really good for us and maybe not the most beneficial for others. You know, sometimes we need to re-examine um, our goals and change them and pivot. Or sometimes we need we realize like that goal we set is exactly spot on and let's like move full force ahead. So the year of me is literally about figuring out where you are in life right now. What's working for you right now? What's not working for you right now? And like, what do you need to change or edit or move forward on more or lean into, you know, to help you be the best version of who you want to be. So 
the picture for this pod, if you looked at it, I'm wearing a shirt that says Femme Strong. And that is uh, Dr. Desiree Walker. If you remember my December podcast episode, my guest was Dr. Desiree Walker, and she has Femme Strong. And so it is her brand. But after that podcast episode, I actually started, I contacted her like maybe. I don't know, a week or two after we recorded it. And I was like, I think I need to work with you. And I filled out the submission form online. And I just was like, I know I need to make changes in this space in my life. Like I'm all about the year of me this year. You know, what is best going to serve me? And so I contacted her to start working with her and she accepted me as one of her clients Um, definitely felt like a fit, a synergy. And I'm going to tell you though, in all honesty, like I haven't been perfect. I don't think I've been a perfect client by any means. Um, I feel horrible about it because the one side of me is like, you need to be a plus at everything. You need to give your all everywhere. Uh, you know, you're committing to this, you're paying her, you're wasting her time. You're wasting your time. Like this is the talk that has been going on in my head for like a few weeks because yeah, I, first off working with her is amazing. She is very motivating. She listens. She is not judgmental at all. I don't even get a hint of that. Sometimes I think people are being judgmental when they're not because in my mind I'm judging myself. (laughs) Uh, I don't know if anybody can relate with that, but I don't even feel that way with her. I feel like I can be transparent, but, um, you know, we're working on slowly changing my nutrition style, slowly integrating workouts, like getting myself onto these right things. I have goals in the day that I need to hit in both of those areas. And she's made it super simple and given me great tips, giving me recipes, given me every little bit of anything I could need. And I was doing so awesome the whole way through the holidays, like so awesome. And then here we are in January and I'm like falling on my face right now. I am not tracking. I've not even opened the app some of the days. Like I'm just being a super, like in my mind, like just such a bad thing. Like here we are and I'm like not even making it through January. Um, which is disappointing to myself because it is something I truly want. And I'm focusing on the year of me, but I feel like I'm just so overwhelmed in other areas of my life that I'm having a very hard time doing it all. Like I've been less present on social media. Also another goal of mine that I did not, I wanted to actually be more present and start doing, I was like, I'm going to start out the year doing daily videos. I have not done one video yet. And it's like, even though I hear him like, change, pivot. Like I still get mad at myself that I didn't start out the way I wanted to. And I'm like, you know what, Lauren, it's okay. Like you can take a moment to reset and then you can figure out a new way that's actual, like actually going to work for me to do it. Um, and maybe it's not daily videos. Maybe it's like, you know, every couple of weeks or whatever that cadence is, but it's like, I feel like I have all the things I need to be really great this year. 
And something right now has been like stopping me. I'm getting in my own way. And I think it's because I'm not fully focusing on the year of me. You know, it's hard. So I'm sharing this because I want you all to know I am not perfect. I struggle. You you might struggle with this process, but as long as we all keep thinking year of me, what does that mean? How can I constantly realign with myself? Then we're making progress and we need to give ourselves grace because even my coach Desiree said, you're not going to be perfect at this. Like overnight, your habits don't just change from what they used to be to, to this new thing. And I feel like I was like, I'm going, I'm going, I'm going. (laughs) And then I was like, whoa, life hit me again. And the exact reason why I emotionally and all this like built up and I just like exploded. And it's like, I haven't been able to reel myself back in yet. And I am ashamed. Like I said, I am, I feel bad. Um, I feel like I'm letting her down. I feel like I'm letting myself down. Like, and I know if I <laughs> like, I need to express that to her. Cause I know she'll tell me you're not letting me down or yourself down. Like this is a journey. It's going to take more than one attempt to like get this going the right way. And plus life is going to happen, right? Like 10 years from now, I may fall through a cycle again, or it's going to, or I should say like next month. <laughs> um, But what I'm saying is I'm putting pressure on myself way more than I need to about this because I need to realize I'm not going to be perfect overnight. I need to give myself the time to change and like really adapt. But I feel like I just have had these series of things where I'm like, I'm going, I'm going. And then I'm like, not. And I feel like it's been building up and I've been way out of whack and putting a lot of effort and work and letting these other things slide. And I can't do that. Like I am one who is all about balance. I really appreciate a good balanced lifestyle as I'm sure all of us do. And it's like, we all fight this struggle, but there are times that I've been really good at the balance where I feel like I've had a healthy grip on like, yep, I've got to turn that off. And then like, I need to flip to now is your time to go, you know, whether it's work out, whether it's read a book, whether it's, um, get a pedicure, you know, like I flip to this time where I recharge and then I like can be really present at work and then I can be really present outside. And I feel like I just, I've lost that. I feel like I've been checking my email way late at night, like things I normally would never do. I feel like I've gotten in the habit of doing. So I need to like unprogram myself from doing that. Right. Um, and yes, I got a promotion at work. I am so excited about it. I've worked absolutely forever. I feel like one of my main goals in my career has been to become a senior manager. Um, And I have hit that. Yay. Celebrate, celebrate. And yes, I have celebrated, um, you know, with my husband, we've gone out and celebrated it because it is something that I have been working so hard to achieve. Um, And so I'm super excited and I'm sure that's why I'm letting the balance get off whack here or like different from what I normally do because I want to make sure I'm proving like, okay, you gave me this opportunity, you promoted me, like, let me show you that I'm, I can do it. I'm like really dedicated. I've got this, like, there's a lot more responsibility coming my way. A lot of, I'm in a learning curve too right now. Um, 
but a learning curve while things are still happening. So it's like, I'm learning, but also having to do a lot more. Um, so I'm sure that's eating to all of it right now too. The feeling of like, I just can't keep up. It's natural. And I know it's only a time period, but I think when we get into these states where, you know, whether it's at work, you're getting new opportunities and learning, or it's outside of work or whatever it is in your life where you're like, okay, I need to dedicate a lot of time because I have to prove myself in this area and I have to like learn more, but I, everything's constantly changing, even though like I still have to be doing things. I feel like we don't let ourselves really like be okay that things are going to be off for a little bit. I feel like we're like, gosh, I've got to maintain everything else exactly in the standard that I thought and, or what I've been doing, but yet something so major is going on in one area. It's like, how can you even tell yourself you've got to be the same in every other area when one part's being so disruptive? Um, and I fall prey to that all the time. Like I always, you know, think that I need to be so great in every other aspect when it's like, I can't because my energy is being pulled in one way right now. Cause I'm trying to like get that to be my new normal or my new standard or my new, like, you know, way. Um, so that has been throwing off a lot, right? Because I'm over-investing myself right now in one area because I want to do so well and learn. Uh, but I need to reel it back in and tell myself, okay, this is the year of me. Like, awesome. You got the promotion. Awesome. You're going to learn, but you need to like pick back up the other sides of your life and bring them out a little bit more because they're actually going to make you do better in work in your career. Because when you feel fueled over here and you're getting that energy, it's going to like translate over there and things might become a little less stressful, a little more easy. You know, you're just going to feel more positive all the way around. Um, and so that's what I mean by recalibrating in the year of me, you're celebrating every single success, but you're also realizing like when things are happening in one area and they're disrupting, like other things are going to have to like slow down for a moment or like come back you know, we have to recalibrate like this year. I just am hoping all of you realize like really just analyze and like give yourself the time, rethink it could be monthly, could be weekly, could be daily for some people where you need to recalibrate and how you're like moving through stuff. Um, when I started working with Desiree, I was still doing CrossFit, but I ended up canceling that because, well, now I'm going to work with Desiree and I have an at home gym. Um, with some tools and no, it's not like a huge machine or anything in here. There's some way easy equipment, um, athletic equipment that I can set up within like five minutes and have myself a little gym. And then I can put it all back away in the closet and have the space. So it is amazing. And yes, I was, I did, um, a workout that she had sent and I was sore later that day. Um, so definitely works. <laughs> felt like I had hit a weight machine at the gym, except I was in the comfort of my own home. And, you know, I just got to figure out like the correct resistance to be using the correct weights and all that stuff. But yeah, definitely excited to explore that more. But CrossFit, I was so excited about CrossFit, if you remember. And 
it's like when life got overwhelming, it became such a struggle. I'm like, oh my gosh, I need the extra minutes of sleep, but yet I have to like get up and drive to a CrossFit gym. And then, oh my gosh, a meeting got scheduled at eight at work, but I get done at seven 30. So now I need to be sitting in my gym clothes on the call. Like it just became a challenge for me. And so when I was feeling so overwhelmed, I'm like, working out should be an escape. It should be a fun time. It should be like a little me break. And when it became not a me break and it became an overwhelming, like, I don't know that I can continue to fit this in, or at least right now it is not working with me. And here I am paying for something that I like wasn't using because I was feeling like I need to sleep. I can't you know, get up earlier or, you know, now I'm going back into the office more and it was like, okay, how am I supposed to work out three days a week when, okay, I need to get up even earlier on the day I'm going into the office to like make sure I have enough time to get home, get ready and then go. It just felt super overwhelming and stressful to me. Like to the point where I was just like, this is too much. I can't even think about it. And I realized before I even talked to Desiree, like I didn't even say anything to her about it until I was pretty much, my mind was made up that I was going to pivot away from CrossFit for the time being. And I said to her, finally, I was like, I think I'm going to quit CrossFit this weekend. And it was more like I had already decided, but I wanted to see if, you know, she thought that was a big mistake or if we could work into these home workouts or, you know, simplify. And she was like, actually, that's great. We can set up this thing. It's going to benefit you for what you're looking to get a little bit more even because it's not as intense. And I was like, awesome. Like, this is great. My decision is going to pay off in the long run. Um, but it's like, I felt like I kind of failed at CrossFit because I was so excited and I was going and I was doing well. And then it's like, I just couldn't fit it anymore. Something that had fit my schedule for months didn't fit anymore. And like I said, that kind of feels like a loss or like I messed up or I gave up or, you know, all of those things. But really it was me recalibrating and realizing like, okay, even though I had wanted to do this and all of it, you know, it's okay that it didn't pan out. And it's okay that I had to pivot away from it because I need to move in the way that's going to work for me. And it's the year of me. So if it doesn't align, it doesn't align. And, you know, CrossFit, me even starting that again is what got me into thinking more about like, okay, I need to eat healthier. I need to just like relook at all that. I need to work on getting more movement in it gave me that motivation and drive that I hadn't felt in so long that I think is is even the conduit of like what made me even think, Hey, maybe I should work with coach Desiree because I knew her from outside of her coaching. I'd met her um, through Dr. Jessica Emery, who was another person that I have interviewed on the pod And so I knew her as being a dentist and yes, I knew she definitely was very athletic and had this whole femme strong brand that she was building and launching, but I didn't, I mean, 
I paid attention through like her Facebook group and just kind of got some tips, but I never had thought about it as like, I'm going to work with her. Like I hadn't ever had that thought. It was more like, she's really cool. I love the little tips and videos and things she talks about on Facebook, but I never really was thinking of a coach is for me or I need one-on-one, you know, work. Um, but it's like me going into CrossFit and then doing the interview with her and just realizing like how powerful and how awesome she actually is like hearing. I've noticed these podcast interviews bring out different things in people. Even if you've talked with them before, it's like a whole different experience with the person, you know? Um, and I was super lucky to experience that, but, but it's like, I just, I just, after interviewing her, I was like, wow, I need to work with her, but I don't think I would have been open to it in the same way if I hadn't done CrossFit. Like, I feel like that gave me the setup to what led to this. So I don't regret starting in CrossFit. Like, I don't feel like, okay, it was just a waste of money and time. It wasn't. I was investing in myself. It was the first time I had done that in that way for a while with such a physical um, challenge. And it, it made me like, I want more of that maybe different, but I want more. And so here I am. I am part of the femme strong world and I hope uh, coach Desiree doesn't mind, but like I'm adapting femme strong. I'm adapting her brand into like part of my identity this year. I feel like I need to. And, you know, I've come to the realization I'm going to screw up again, probably going to fall off plan at times, like things are going to happen, but I just need to be honest and real with her about what's going on so we can like address the root causes and like just keep me moving in a positive way. And so that's what I'm here for this year. That is like my main goal is like just focusing on me being femme strong and living in that health and happiness and just doing amazing things for myself that are just going to help me be better in every other aspect. So part of the change with all of this is I'm taking a year off of doing pageants. Uh, That doesn't mean I won't be practicing. Um, It doesn't mean a lot of things like (laughs) it doesn't mean I'm like giving up or that I hated it or any of that. No, quite the opposite, but I need to, it takes a lot of work to go stand on a stage and you're not even standing, you're walking, you're giving speeches, you're on the whole time. And it takes a lot of work and preparation. And so I've realized like, I can't be focused on such huge major things and like a ton of them. I need to focus on one thing to be really successful and like change other things so I can be more successful in those other things when I want to re-engage in them. And so that's why I'm focusing on this year of me and taking this health and happiness approach. I just want to have joy when I record my podcast. I want to have joy when I'm, you know, uh, being interviewed in an article or collaborating with another podcaster. Um, I want to just enjoy and be super happy throughout all of it and feel like I'm in a good spot. And so it was really hard because I was supposed to compete in March. Um, but I made the tough decision for myself 
to take a step back and not get overwhelmed by it because the last thing I wanted to do was feel like having to compete coming up this deadline of like, you need to be ready to compete was just overwhelming me to no end. I didn't want to get to the place where I was like, I'm not going to do it anymore because it's too much. Like it's just, instead I was like, you know what? I'm giving myself a year off so I can focus on this other aspect so I can keep the excitement, the joy and looking forward to it. So it's like, I prepped for over a year the first time I competed. So why couldn't I do something like that again? So I did, I took, I relieved that pressure, um, which I feel really good about and in a right space about that. I am excited to continue volunteering this year with Grant Halberton foundation because they are amazing. The work they're doing in the mental health space. And I am just so glad to be surrounded by that and being able to help people in the greater Dallas area understand and know that there are resources available out there for all situations. Um, so those conversations at the outreach events are just so amazing with them. Um, so amazing and so good. So yeah, definitely going to be continuing doing all that stuff, continuing here on the pod. I'm sure there are other things I'm going to pick up and do as well, but they won't be as big or as like as much energy. I'm going to see some family this year, which will be great. And just looking forward to getting into my new position Um, and really like feeling comfortable in it again and like feeling like I'm continuously learning and contributing. I'm excited about leaning into this health journey and really seeing where I can take myself in a whole new way and like over like revamping my nutrition to a whole new level that I've probably like never hit my lifetime. Like in all honesty, (laughs) I'm if I look back at my life of eating food, nutrition, it has been pretty bad. I don't even think I realized, but I should know. Cause like even in college, my roommate and I, at one point we were like, we're going to run three miles every day so we can eat ice cream every night. Like (laughs) at least we were doing something to counterbalance it. But like, that's what I'm talking about. Like (laughs) it was, it was things like that. Like I've never really put focus into like, I need to have so many grams of protein at each meal. I need to have, you know, this many greens or work in these types of vegetables. Like I have never taken that approach and looked at it from that way. Um, even when I did Weight Watchers the first time around, I never really changed my eating habits. I just changed the quantity of food that I was eating based on the point system. Um, and this is changing the food to the quality whole foods. And I'm even going to be creating or testing out a recipe to create my own, um, meat alternative today. So stay tuned on that. I hope it turns out amazing because I don't like a lot of the fake meats. They taste like meat and I never liked meat tastes in the first place. So I really struggle with that. And sometimes the texture is off and I'm a huge texture eater and it's like challenge. So I am going to try a recipe that has come highly recommended. So I'm super excited to see how that turns out. And hopefully I will be making my own meat alternative as my primary, like 
um, protein source for like, you know, a fake meat type thing this year. So, you know, I'm exploring in the kitchen. I am trying to expand my horizons um, and just dive into all of that. So that's going to be my main focus. So, you know, this whole new year, more me is in play the year of me. I'm going to be femme strong in it. Um, yeah, I am removing things that just don't feel right or feel like they're too much or they don't align because we often get stuck in things that don't align. And it's like, why, why do we do that to ourselves? We know it, we feel it and makes us feel icky about it or it's like a stressor. So that is my goal this year. Just like don't have a million resolutions. Don't have, I don't have like a million things that I need to check off the list. I'm bringing it back to the basics. I'm resetting this year. I'm using 2024 as the year of achieving, you know, the root things that I need to set myself up for success in the future. So I hope you join me in this journey of exploring what the year of me means to you because we can all have different year of me's and what those are for each of us. So just take time this week, think about it, see if it's something that you want to invest time in and like, I'll be checking back in with it and know there's an amazing lineup of podcasts coming this year. Um, this is one area I'm investing myself in more. I'm talking to other podcasts out there as well and I will be on some guest ones. So I'm super excited about that, or I will be a guest on some pods. So I'm super excited about all that and just seeing where this year takes me. I am optimistic. I am leaning into happiness and I'm definitely going to live the year of me. So tune in next week and join me for another episode. That was your weekly dose of self-love with me, Lauren. Want more? Tune in next week and connect with me on Instagram at Mrs. Lauren Elizabeth Jones. Send me a DM. Let me know what you want to hear, what you think, and we'll talk about it all. Join me on the next Love Yourself Inside Out podcast.